1: You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app, and you can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever the hell you are making us a part of your Tuesday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We are going to take you all the way up through the end of the hour, 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 o'clock Pacific, and we do it all live from the tirerack.com studios. Tirerack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection and over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So we've been talking a lot about Monday Night Football, the return of Russell Wilson to Seattle, and they come up short, some questionable play calling and decision-making and clock management towards the end of that game. I will say this, it was pretty obvious the difference in the broadcast with Joe Buck and Troy Aikman calling it. Like not to throw any shade at anybody, but it did feel like it was on another level than we've heard from Monday Night Football in recent in recent years. Like it it was pretty obvious early on and just like the little things to where when Denver first got the ball and Joe Buck just kept quiet so that you could hear the booze from Seahawks fans who were letting Russell Wilson have it when he came out on the field. I thought that was that was pretty enjoyable.
2: Were you guys surprised by that? No. Like, there wasn't any cheering whatsoever. I mean, even pregame, there wasn't ever any cheering at any point.
4: I was a tad bit surprised. A tad bit. Did they bit. do a montage or anything no, for him? No, they did not. They did not. Wow.
2: Which, again, I think when you when you saw the article that recently came out and you see that it was the Seattle Seahawks who actually were looking at trading off Russell, you could kind of understand you know, the frustration, I would think, as any person – if your employer is trying to go behind your back and move on from you and you've won a Super Bowl and you've had success there and yet they're they're trying to move on. I mean, I know Russell Wilson handled it in the proper way, talking about it and saying it's it's business, you know, it's a professional football. But there had to be some emotions tied to that where, like, that's that's just something you don't come back from. I mean, I, LaVar, I don't know how you feel, but, like, I, I remember, and I said this story the other week when when i was when eric mangini came in my third year i had heard there were rumors they were going to try to trade me to denver before that season and they ended up doing it after the season but i remember thinking to myself like i i already knew the guy didn't want me and so then imagine like going through a quarterback battle in preseason and you win it like there's there's nothing they could do about it i played better and then you get the starting job, and I, I sitting there, I'm sitting there saying to myself, like, I know they, they want to find any reason not to play me. Mm-hmm. At any point in time, they're going to find a reason not to play me. No matter how bad the season goes, even if it wasn't me, they were going to find a way not to. And that, there was already that separation going into that season just because of all the stuff that was happening behind the scenes. Like I could only imagine having to play another, what, four years mm. like, working through that relationship.
4: Mm, I, mean, yeah, I, I don't know. Mean, yeah. I mean, a, a divorce is is inevitable when you know you're not wanted. So um, and I did deal with obviously not not many years, but but one season of there being discord between myself, the coaching staff and ownership and management. So it it, it, it breeds dysfunction. It's a dysfunctional relationship. It's a toxic relationship is what it becomes. And them booing the fans booing the reception not being warmer than that i i don't know wh- where the bigger indictment lies is it with the lack of class by the fan base because no matter where you are right now today as a fan you would not have a super bowl if not for Russell w- Wilson, you would not have two Super Bowl appearances. The 12th man really wouldn't matter as much without those teams that he was a part of. So right. I-, I think there's the respect level there. And then the fact that the organization didn't do something nice for for Russ. not saying that they have to. Um, but they could have been the catalyst of saying, look, Maybe, maybe things while he was here wasn't always the greatest. Maybe it didn't end the greatest. But here's our support of Russell Wilson. And this is us protecting and preserving because Russell Wilson's value goes far beyond the parameters of the football field. So now you've kind of like jeopardized. Does Russell even want to go back and do whatever it is he was doing within the community? Well, you know, different things can, like that.
2: Can I ask you this? Do you guys feel like Russell's going to be a Hall of Fame player?
3: Yes,
4: I think he has Hall of Fame credentials. First, I, I think
2: I, I think he does too. Yeah, who did do, who does he go in as?
3: Uh, a Seahawk. That,
2: I mean, that that's the reality of it. Is but this I fan mean, this base. is the
4: type of deal that would fracture you. Feel like you you became a Hall of yeah. Famer as as a Seahawk. As a Seahawk. Uh, but but to to kind of almost come at him in a way where he's like a disgraced player for the organization. I mean, that's. You know, that that Wait, could have lasting hard feelings. Like, by the way, when did he ever do anything wrong? I mean, this dude on his off day
2: started going to the children's hospital there in Seattle every off day, every Tuesday, going in there. I mean, you can boo a lot of athletes. If you want to during the game, I get that. But even in pregame when he came out onto the field, it was like that. And it's like, man, he did not, <laughs> he did not burn you. The organization is the one who started all of that. And it's just it's sad that, you know, for all the success he had, he never had a losing season until last year. And, and he missed a few games, right? He was playing through an injury. Uh, I was just surprised that at no point there was any acknowledgement of the success or what he brought to that organization. Uh,
3: he did talk, Russ, afterwards about the reception he got. Here's what he had to say
5: I didn't waver. You know, you know they may cheer for you, they may boo you. Uh, they may, uh, they'll may love you one day and they'll hate you the next. And uh, that's sports. At the end of the day, I'm going to keep competing. I'm going to keep battling. I know who I am. First of all, I, I think for me, I'm just grateful God's given me the chance to play this game, to sit here in front of you guys and say, God, you know, it's, it's all for his glory and his glory alone. It's not for anybody else's. I play for an audience of one, and that's just for him. And so I'm just grateful that uh, I get to be with these guys, you know, in this locker room too as well. I've been around some amazing teammates in the past, and i got some amazing teammates currently. And uh, I'm, I'm gonna remember every single moment of that. So um, tonight was special. Um, you know, it was it was on the other side. You know, than than, than I than I used to. Um, but it was uh, it was still a special environment, so it was a place that I've always loved.
3: You know, can I take a guess as to why people booed him and why he gets sort of the reaction the he gets? Well, not, the suit. Not suit that he wore. Oh. I I think a lot I of people. Did he impress the the creator with that suit? Yeah. Ensemble, I, I think that he... Uh, <laughs> I think that a lot of people look at him like he's a phony.
0: Go home. They
3: just... He, home. he comes off... Well, you do. Can you well, just admit
2: that you do? Well,
3: no, no. I, I don't think that he's a phony because I don't know the guy. I He seems like oh, a, a really okay. good dude. Does anyone
2: else that you're talking oh, about know the guy? Well,
3: no. He seems like he's a really okay. good guy. He seems like he's a, he's a really good dude. He, there's no off-field issues. You don't have to worry about any of that stuff off the field. I do think that he tries way too hard. He tries Way too hard. It, the, the whole pregame two-minute drills. Uh, while he's got a cast on his hand, the practicing the high fives when he comes out of the tunnel. Like, there's just some things that he does that I go, "What are you real. doing?
4: You don't like
2: him?" No, like, that's
3: not I true. Mean, Drew Brees that, that, that did, is not true. did a lot
4: of the same things. Yeah, I mean, a, lot the of, same thing. a lot of Drew's quarterbacks, s- a lot of players visualize what they're going to do before they yeah. do it. I a mean, Adam, we got to I, deal. I, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be one of those dudes that takes a guy that does it the right way whether people like how he does things or not like him or not. Yeah. I think Russell Wilson has always been a classy individual. I think he's always handled things at, at a very high level. I think it's funny sometimes we do look at guys that do things the right way and we say they're cornballs, they're corny. Like yeah. I'd rather, you know, look at somebody who's a little bit more more rugged or rougher around the edges or seemingly more more genuine or sincere or whatever it may be, but I mean, I feel like the dude has always handled things the way, you know, if, if he's my kid, I'm proud of him to be my kid. You know, if he's my brother, I'm proud of him to be my brother. I, I think he does a lot of great things to be proud of if you're in his ecosystem. I, I will say sometimes the most hated people are the, the ones who have, have a very strong sense of self and, and who they are. Right. And Russell Wilson comes across as one of those guys that right. you, you probably Tell have a I problem with. Like you said, I play for my audience of <laughs> one, which I thought was a little bit overstated. You know, what I mean, like I'm, nah. I'm a believer. I'm a, I'm, I, you know, I, I'm a Christian faith guy. That might be an overstatement to say I play for an audience of one, considering that you're in an entertainment business of of playing football. I mean, that might be a tad bit overstated, but other than that, <laughs> I, I mean, thought he was right. right I,
2: I, I get his point, though. You know, yeah. he, he's saying that he's he's you know that's the only audience he's really concerned about as far as his planned performance yeah. and glorifying. I, I get
4: that, but that might be a little he, bit he, overstated, he, though. Like he, you
2: know? he's got this like it's all, there's almost a little bit of that like Tim Tebow effect too, where Tim was a very polarizing person, and in part because of you know the the way he portrayed his faith or religion, which obviously we just heard that clip, and, and it's not like Tim ever did anything bad, right? But there was people who just didn't want to like him because of his success or because of, you know, if when he got in the NFL, just how things worked out. It's almost too good of. to be
3: true, kind of. Again, like, yeah, well, there's, there's no flaws.
2: I, 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 well, I, well, I don't know I'm I'm comparing them in that respect. I mean, the, the play for Russell Wilson and, and Tim Tebow can be further apart. Yeah. I'm just saying, as far as the, who they are as a person, you don't want to believe that they can be like that. But there are people like that. Like, there are people who, who really are just genuinely good people. I mean, my experience around Tim Tebow, there was never a point in time where I was like, this dude's a bad dude. Like, there was ne- – Russell Wilson, never a time where I felt like that. Like, I was like, you know – and I, I think once I got to TV, I started to learn this more is there's just people who are wired different. They, they, re- they really are. And he's just wired in a manner in which, you know, I think he wants to use his platform to try to highlight good things and keep pumping out good things, good things in the world – whether that's on the field, off the field, whatever the case is, I have no problem with that.
3: Yeah, Jonas. Uh, listen, I, I, I don't know Russell Wilson. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing. guessing I'm not hating. I'm hating saying so the reason why a lot of people push back is because they feel like uh, there, there's got to be something going on here. This did is you, too good did to did be true. Did you lean back
4: in your seat and drink your cores Light when Denver missed a field goal? True. Did you like? Did you like sigh in a sigh of relief? Like, did you exhale? And, and relaxing. And, Why
3: does it have and, to be a Coors Light? Cause, cause Berto, can well, you hit it, please? I mean, I mean, it's this an IPA. Is, what what are we IPA. doing here? Like it, it's got to be a Coors Light. Big, big I mean, IPA He
4: plays for Denver. Yeah, okay. I Did, was thinking Coors, Denver. Call. You know, I, I don't know.
5: Yeah. I, kinda I know correlated. I'm a great football it's player. You know, I know I've been great. I know I will be great. and yeah. I'll continue to be great. Huh? It's a humble guy. Here's
4: the other thing. Like, when you
2: hear a player talk like that, Jonas is going to hate on it. Right. But it's self-belief. But it's also, like, Russell's cognizant of – the impact he has on young people. Like, he does a lot of stuff with Nickelodeon. You know, he's got kids. Like, I think there's an element of that too where he's trying to portray what he believes they should think, self-in-ness. how they should be. Yeah, self yeah. I mean,
4: affirmations, man. Like, yeah. I get up every day. Like, I could care less about if somebody likes me or not. I have to like me. I like I get you. Up. Thank you. I like you back. Hey. I, I, like I like you, LaVar. I like you too. What I love you you I also you know guys, that you know?
2: me liking you does not matter to you
4: i also know that well no it does matter to me when it matters right like if it doesn't matter then it doesn't matter like you guys matter to me so if you guys feel a certain type of way that matters to me like 100 percent now if you found yourself not liking me and i realize that the reason for not liking me is not that of a legit reason then i don't care then it's kind of like you know screw you you yeah. know, but but if it's not that, then I'm actually one. I'm humble enough to adjust. Like, uh, you know, you kind of come off this way, da da da. This like, oh, I'll just like, cause I care. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I have to care for it to matter. Otherwise, I don't care.
3: I mean, I think that I'm, as far as like good people, decent human beings, I'm at least on par with Russell Wilson and uh, Tim Tebow. All I would right. say. You know, I
4: mean, do you affirm you know affirm yourself that you're a dope radio host and yeah. that you're going to get up. At this hour and be yeah. consistent with your deliveries, yeah. and I'm going to entertain yep. the people and I'm going to give them what they want because I'm the best. I'm the yeah. best at what I do.
3: Yeah. Okay. When I when I brush my teeth at night uh, before we take a nap to come in here, you know, I, I I envision that that's the microphone, and then I also envision tying my shoes before I come into the studio, and yeah. I got to go through all the motions. So you're being
4: sarcastic, you and, and I would think that that's worse than what Russell
3: Wilson. What are you is. talking about? Like I can't. That's passive aggressive. Uh, okay. Okay. That'd be ten dollars. That? That's a fine. <laughs> that's, $10. That's, $10. A, that's a, $10. That's $10. a fine. How's it ten dollars? I can So he
2: can. We he were can. having a serious conversation on air, and you took this thing in a whole different. Direction. I, yeah, I,
3: I feel like I think it's humble of me to say that I'm oh, on par gosh. from oh. from a from a human being standpoint. With First Russell of all, Wilson to say I Tim think Tito.
4: that's humble of me is not humble. I mean that's.
3: First off, I I, listen, I, I don't like the one thing I can tell you about Jonas Knox is that I, I, I look at myself and I go, I play for an audience of one. And then you do the show for an audience of one. And, yeah, and as, as long as, as that audience of
4: one is okay with with the things that you you spitting out there on the air, that's all that matters. I mean,
3: like I, I don't know why. Seems I, kind of strange. I mean, I don't because know because
4: if that, if, if really if that's the case, then you know you should you're in the wrong.
3: Well, profession. let me well let me tell you something. I mean, there's uh,
4: millions of people that were watching you last night. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Because it's your job. I mean, by the way, not because you unwantingly didn't want to be watched. Uh. You you are a quarterback <laughs> in the National Football League. So to say you're playing for an audience of one is kinda like, Yeah, you know, that's a little overstated. Like uh-huh. I get it. Like I you know he's the reason for the season. I, I always found I it
2: interesting if we're really gonna go down this direction is when like you get down and pray, and, you know, like, the one team's praying for favor. They win the game. And I'm like, and then other, I'm, I'm thinking, like, the other team's probably praying for the same thing. Like, yeah. <laughs> do you really think God cares about, like, our prayers of winning a stupid football game, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's there's not how this important. whole thing works. There's yeah. some
4: more important stuff. I, I him could be grating. wrong, but
2: I'm, I'm pretty sure right now, like, we're praying for an outcome that, like, is very insignificant yeah. compared to the rest Thank of them. And, and, uh, and,
3: and there's some dimwit who's on his knees in a sports book praying for a, the Broncos' money line last night, too, yeah. that was like, yeah. come on, man, Which what are you doing? Was Jonas. Which yeah. was Jonas <laughs> nah, listen, yeah. I'm professional. Uh, I mean, Notre yeah, so Dame what? will win the national yeah. title yeah. every year, right?
4: Saddle? Yeah, wouldn't every school – that that has christian or catholic right. or some type of faith
3: a point and a half minus five and a half
4: wouldn't they be what? the <laughs> ones that are in the the play the college playoff wouldn't they be the ones that are playing against one another and yeah. then at that point which prayer matters more that if BYU is that playing, was the thing about Notre Dame point. by the you know? way
2: like we never it was never like praying for a, like i mean our lady queen of victory i guess was part of it but like we we it was never that you know, it was always just like praying for safety, and you know all that stuff.
4: And that's really all you should pray for is yeah. safety and getting through, and you know, sound mind, sound heart. But you shouldn't be yeah. like, "We need to win this one, Jesus. <laughs> deliver this one, please. <laughs> deliver this one." It's like, you know, Jesus favors them Thank over there Jesus! too. Right? Yeah, like,
2: there's good dudes over there too, man. Yeah. And then there's Jonas. And, and in fact, Jonas there are Knox.
4: some. There's somebody probably right down the street that needs. That prayer request for something that's kind of real in in terms of their life. Yeah, you know? yeah. You know, I'm just tell me about don't, it. Don't don't pray for a win. Pray for health, yeah. safety.
3: But pray for what?
4: Pray pray for that is going on around here. It's uh, two oh, pros. Go to sleep.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Some of this madness. Yeah, I'm that like Berto that. madness. And He's got Sierra. He's fine. <laughs> he is fine. All right. Uh, we are brought to you by Discover. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards. Or we could talk about how at Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. All right. So we have a uh, an interesting uh, development between a coach and a quarterback. Are they already at odds one week into the season? We'll get into that for you next year on FSR. Two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. Lavar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. Coming up uh, in a little over twenty minutes from now. Here, live from the TireRack.com studios. We are going to take a look back and see how we did uh, when it comes to, uh, you know, the first edition of the prop bet monster. Some interesting developments. I'm already, I'm already identifying a flaw with the scoring. Uh, that was sent over by Lee DeLapp. I would like to call him out on that. Uh, I believe. Well, that's a
2: first. Yeah. I mean, usually you two are in cahoots with one another.
3: No, I feel like I was uh, painted into a corner. Yeah, but but again, you know, part Cahoots, of the which used to
2: be a strip club back where I grew up. Really? Apparently they had a good lunch uh, bar. Or Did something. they really? I, I don't know. Guys used to tell me that. They used to be like, hey – Went to cahoots for lunch. I,
3: I, I feel like I that's, that's why you went to one cahoots,
4: but... hell of a name for a strip joint. I feel like there it was is, a, right? a
3: cahoots Cahoots,
4: because there's so many different things you could take from that. Like yeah, hoots and cahoots. You could take away what the agreement because obviously being in cahoots means that you guys are on the same page. Exactly. You know, there's this unwritten communication or communication that's better than those that are around you. I mean, that is whoever came up with that. It's a pretty brilliant person. It's a pet yeah. store now. It's a pretty brilliant person. Deja
3: Vu was my place. Yeah, Deja, You a big fan uh, of vu, right like as, Deja that's Vu?
4: That's not as vu good. Deja Vu is good very common. Yeah. It's not as good to me. Cahoots is kind of like, that kind of speaks to me a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Yeah. You into it's it? still there, by the way. Yeah. I just looked it you up. still it? there. I mean, I like that straight to the oh, point. Oh,
2: no, no, never mind. It's just permanently closed. I think,
4: I think you should be the one who opens that one up, too, by the way. Yeah.
3: There was one in uh, Berto.
2: Yeah,
4: you get to open that right back. Right. Yeah. Is <laughs> oh, that a koi? Yeah. Oh, it has to be. Yeah. Does that place uh, really exist? Industrial yeah. area, Berto. Oh no, it really yeah. does exist. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Interesting. Did Did you de- hear the
3: name of Deja it? Deja vu. That's a no. Nah, no, it was baby. another
4: one. There was another one. He said it was called Hollywood. No, nah, there was another one. There was another one. Yeah. <laughs> BN. You know. Uh. <laughs> no, no, no. That's that's what that was. Oh. What that place was. Oh.
3: Okay. <laughs> There it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> there was a place in uh, Charleston called the Southern Bell when I lived there and you could bring your own beer in. Mm.
2: I think that's the rule there though. It's like a it's a BYOB thing.
3: Yeah, it was just it was alarming like wait a second, so I can bring a bucket of beer in? Like yeah. Yeah, why? Because, because of I... course
2: you'd have a, a bucket of beer that oh, you bring in. Yeah, you cool, not right. a cooler For or Hood's not anything was a nice looking yeah, a bucket or a sixer. You just you'd have a bucket, bucket. That you carry around with you. You put beer well
3: in. because like you walk in with a bucket and like you can work on. Because uh, I'm all about lifting and I'm all about thinking about the lift. So if yeah. I need to get in preacher curls, if I need to get in uh shoulder shrugs, you could do preacher pulls. curls with a bucket. Yeah, I mean <laughs> isn't that isn't that a, a two arm movement? Well, listen, you, but what, I would do. a noise single, I would single
4: preacher curls. What
2: I did mean, it sound like when I, you were lifting?
3: I, I mean, I need music. In the strip club. I've, where's I mean, the, where's got, the music, to, ab- if Berto? If like we music, need some lifting music. With Let's you, listen by, to music. You know, to
4: come on, oh, grab yeah. that preacher curl bar, Jonas. <laughs> come on, Jonas, that's one. <laughs> <laughs> come on, Jonas, that's two. <laughs> <laughs> Three, come on, give me more. <laughs> <laughs> Breathe, give me more. Come on, give me one more, Jonas. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, Jonas, yeah,
4: you get better, Jonas. Yeah, here
3: we go. One more! Uh, One more! uh, One more! uh, 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 Clanging uh, and banging. uh, uh, Cut-off sleeved EAS t-shirt. Come on. That's how it gets done. No, next one, no, no, next, next slappy up. You want to get next straight. slappy <laughs> next up. up? Next slappy up. Hey, <laughs> slappy in hey, the corner. Get over here. You warmed, you've been warming up for 20 minutes. You ready to lift hey, or what? Lift these
4: weights. This a yoga studio. Hey, what are you doing over <laughs> there? Get out of here. You play? What are you playing? Video games on your phone? Put the phone down. Let's get <laughs> slappy. on.
3: Slappy. I had never heard the term slappy until I worked with Brady. I was like, "What is that?" And I guess it's a uh, that's a big Midwestern term, right? Hey, Numb nuts. Yeah, hey, hey nuts. Hey, hey, hey num nuts. Yeah. I was, too, weird. No I one was one. too focused on the task at hand. I wasn't really paying attention to some of, the, <laughs> some of the words that were thrown around.
4: That S is hilarious. I almost cursed on there. <laughs> that <laughs> joke is so funny. Took you back to North Hills? No, it did Thank but, you. But it was funny as
3: hell. Um, all right. So you guys want to hear uh, a coach and a quarterback who are uh, maybe don't see eye to on, eye on where the team is going and sort of what the the habits are from a practice yeah. standpoint so here yeah. was uh so cliff kingsbury and kyler murray have an interesting uh, relationship uh, after their loss to the kansas city chiefs in a game that wasn't close at all uh cliff kingsbury had this to say about his team's performance afterwards
2: practice habits you know having a sense of urgency we got to practice better there's no doubt you can't say you're going to do it um, on game day and not do it in practice
3: so it seems like they've had a long time to practice because it was the first game of the season. Uh Kyler Murray heard those comments and here was his thoughts.
4: There's some things that we did good, there's some there's a lot of things that we did bad, but uh the thing the thing is we gotta go back and look in the mirror, watch the film, uh, and correct those things that we you know we didn't we didn't uh, execute. But I, I think there's some things that we can, you know, uh build upon for sure.
3: So there it is, uh Kyler Murray, uh he's very more a lot more optimistic than Cliff oh, Kingsbury. Uh, and uh, and he uh,
4: <laughs> well, a full <laughs> squo- disclosure
2: yeah. I didn't have a chance to listen to the sound before yeah I mean, but, these uh, two aren't pitted against each other well, mean, come
3: no, on. well no but they were Kyler Murray talked about the practice habits of the Arizona oh, Cardinals yeah? when, when and he said uh, he did he talked about it afterwards yeah, he did. but a uh, little little bit of a yeah, uh, a technical issue here uh, but uh, Kyler Murray was talking about how he does it doesn't matter what the what you practice like if you go out there and you play the way that they played this is the result so he didn't think that there was an issue with their practice habits he didn't he didn't agree with cliff kingsbury in that regard it just feels like there is a little bit of uh i don't know if it's a friction but it does feel like these two have been at odds a little bit uh cliff kingsbury talking about why he wanted Kyler murray on the headset so he could see how hard it is to call plays in the preseason uh the the film study stuff that was the offseason uh I I was optimistic on Arizona coming into the year. It's just one game, but there does feel like there's some sort of a friction there between those two guys. I don't know what it is. I don't know if this is, they've been around each other way too much, but Cliff Kingsbury feels like he's a little bit more frustrated this year, more so than next. And Maybe it's just the pressure, knowing that they need to deliver based on the playoff performance and the struggles late season, but I don't know. It just feels like something's a little off there between those guys. Hmm. Maybe I'm reading too much into it, but it does feel like there's something a little off. I think
2: you're reading a lot into it. Like One game in the season, a lot. I mean, look, everyone got their contract extensions. Um, they, they they played against one of the better teams in the AFC. They lost. Okay, you move on. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't think there's too much to read into this right now.
3: Okay, we do have the uh, correct sound. Uh, this was oh, the uh, this, one. this was the uh, this was Kyler Murray on the practice conversation from Cliff Kingsbury.
4: I, I can't speak for the, you know for for everyone. Um, felt like the week was good. You know, i felt like the week was good. Um, Obviously, none of that matters. though. <laughs> I mean, none of, none of, nothing that happens during the week matters if you don't execute on Sunday.
3: I think they hate each other. That's what I think.
4: <laughs> I
2: mean, they I can't just,
3: stand each other.
4: I'm not giving any more energy to this.
3: This okay. is so
4: blown out of proportion.
3: Very good. All right, is that finable?
4: Uh, it, it was close, but he cared enough to say he's not giving it any more energy. Okay. N- I mean, that before, is, is Jonas energy. not making this a bigger deal than I'm? Not,
2: it look, amazing. I'm just.
4: I, I, I'll say this: is there is there a tad bit of like could this turn into smoke? I mean, it could turn into smoke, but I, I think it might be a tad bit over It might be a tad bit of a reach.
2: Oh, so, what are we doing, rubbing sticks together right now? Is it that might what we're be doing? stick rubbing.
4: <laughs> It yeah. might be stick rubbing. What does that mean? Okay. I mean, you're I mean, trying there's, there's to get, not even you're trying smoke. to create some, some heat. Some yeah, we're trying, to, we're trying
2: to create friction. That's, that's what we're trying to do.
4: Okay,
3: yeah. Look, I'm just I, I so you don't think that there's some awkwardness there between those guys? So like some uh some little tensions maybe still going on from the off season, like Cliff Kingsbury. I mean Kingsbury. they did
4: just give him a new contract.
3: Yeah, they did, but you're one week in and Cliff Kingsbury's talking about our practice habits. Like you've been practicing for by the two way, months. They did he lose. might not
4: even be talking
2: specifically about Kyler, so I'm not really sure why you know I mean he's got it in his contract, he's got to study extra and all that good stuff. they they did lose out there
4: but you know what here's the thing right to insinuate that you said practice habits and and that's a you know seemingly negative because they lost practice habits are only the the sums and and the products of the the staff that's coaching them and and programming out the practices so if he's saying the practice habits are off he, he you're starting with yourself you're starting with your staff and how you're structuring out what you're doing in the practices so i don't think that's necessarily him lobbying or or laying the blame at the feet of the players and how they're practicing and what their habits are which would make it maybe a direct you know correlation to what you're trying to say about him and kyler but
2: yeah and um, i don't i don't think kyler is taking a shot at him when he's saying if you don't execute in the game practice doesn't matter he's right I mean, and, and LaVar, how many times did you have, you know, a week of practice where you're like, yeah, it wasn't my best week, play a great game?
4: Yeah, and, and, or sometimes you've had your best practice and you play your best game. Like, it's just, it's one of those things that the practical application of what you do in practice, it, it sounds so, so absurd to say, hey, just do what you're taught to do, what you practice to do in practice. But most most times, you don't see guys do exactly what it is that they were trained and taught to do in practice, for one reason or another. I don't know, but practical application is a real thing. That's a real thing. You did it during the week, okay? You ran seventy yards instead of running twenty yards when you got the ball when you handed it off. You took the extra read, or you you step, you put your you know you stepped into the bucket, or whatever it may have been, and you you made the right reads and you you delivered the ball. You should not be surprised when it works out that way in the game because ultimately that's why those coaches put all that gosh darn time in to looking at the film is <laughs> to say this is what's going to happen and you got to trust it and you got to apply it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if those if those practices aren't good right now, then that starts with the coaching staff.
3: Mm-hmm. So then what are we feeling about uh, Arizona at Las Vegas? Well, they uh, need to up fix they need to fix what right. they're doing. I, mean, think, I think this uh, is a winnable
4: game for them. Yeah, you
3: think so? I mean It's a uh, winnable
2: game. They they do have um I mean, look it's a tough schedule. You know, plus and five and
3: a half for the Cardinals. We liking those points they're getting there and a rebound spot, huh?
2: Well, what are you going to buy it down to? Uh, buy it up to? Uh,
3: listen, uh, how dare you? Okay, huh. like I was desperate. All right, I I, I was uh, you know looking for an opportunity to try and make some money. If I had to buy some points, I had to buy some points. I'm not going to be judged here, but this is a a bounce I back. Spot. Why did you just buy
2: that line up last night to seven? Or what? What did it close at? Six and a half? Uh, six. Seven. It did close yeah, at seven. It went up to
3: seven. Yeah.
2: God, you should have just bought it to seven and a half and uh, been on the side of the Seahawks.
3: Well, listen, I. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you the full story afterwards. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I got got a bit screwed. But again, uh point being uh Good bounce back opportunity potentially getting points for the Arizona Cardinals uh, who found themselves 6.5 point underdogs to open up the season now they find themselves almost 6 point underdogs in week 2 sure glad I picked them to win the division so there's that Uh, but the Seattle Seahawks are uh, leading the NFC West who had that after one week of the year so I guess everybody it's doom and gloom for the rest of the division there it is two pros and a cup of joe here from the uh, Fox Sports Radio Studios brought to you by TireRack.com and coming up next we are going to take a look back at last night in Monday Night Football. A little bit of controversy the- when it comes to this show as the spaceship has landed here in the studio, and it is yours next here on FSR.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific.
2: Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me for the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. Well, you don't know.
3: tire slash sports tire rack.com the way tire buying should be yeah yeah uh-huh yeah
4: why don't you ever do that on, to these songs yeah what do you mean
3: it's not, yeah you know it's not Dublin the vibe high. yeah it's not the vibe Come man. Uh, yeah Two pros and no, a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. Savar Arrington, Brady wrong. Quinn, wrong Jonas Stocks of the Air. <laughs> wrong yeah. category. Yeah. Uh if you missed any of this show, you can check out the podcast at FoxsportsRadio.com after we go off the air. We're going to be back on the air coming up tomorrow, 6 a.m. Eastern time, 3 o'clock Pacific. Uh and I mean, we did are gonna, DMC uh,
4: do a song with Van Halen. Uh did they? <laughs> or was it Aerosmith? Yeah, it's probably Aerosmith. Yeah. Aerosmith. Yeah, just was yeah. checking your see if you were on it or not. Oh
3: come on, man! All
2: right. well, what were you know, we going to say about Aerosmith?
4: Yeah, what's I know. feel like there was
2: something coming there, Jonas.
4: No, no it was with Aerosmith.
2: No, well, I know, I but it, I feel like Jonas was going to say something about Aerosmith. Oh. There's
3: just there's just some pictures. Stephen of, Tyler show uh, coming, but I just there's some pictures of Steven Tyler at uh, you know just, just I don't just know. wonder. I just, wonder
4: what? what are you wondering? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, what what road are you
3: driving down
4: just, or walking down by yourself, mind you?
3: You know just uh the scarves the uh you know some of the other He's a uh, rock star man. i get it
4: but uh like an what? original rock why are you star? getting scarves
3: i just you know just some of the uh some of the get up like if you looked real quick you'd be like oh oh okay you looked you, at him just uh what you know. trying to say like prince <laughs> no no not like prince dude uh, looks like a lady I can't I'm not I saying mean, that some other songs. <laughs> it is. Yeah, you just art uh you know becomes life sometimes, you know, you just it's very strange how that works, but again, who cares, you know? Like I mean really who cares? Uh, good for Aerosmith, very successful band and right. uh, and uh, Run DMC and everybody else. Right, uh, Roberto care. Tell uh you know, tell Brady what you just said in the air. Uh Tell Brady if you could please uh, pass that along. The song title that you just named from Aerosmith. I said on the air. Oh, he did. Okay. All right. Very good. Uh, 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 all right. Let's look back uh, on uh, the prop she bet was monster. There, like
4: rolling his eyes and shaking his head right now. Like you're right. Yeah. Of course he is.
3: Yeah. Uh, all right. So <laughs> lead the lap. How do we do the our season debut of the prop bet monster with Monday Night oh, Football gosh. last night? Because I feel like uh, there's uh, there's My a decision coming.
5: Definitely Go some ahead. controversy. Um, things to be sh- uh, figured out here together. Uh, we asked what the greeting between Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson would be like. They
4: ended up doing that after the game, though. Yeah, yeah.
5: yeah. So hug, do you call though. that a greeting or a farewell? That was a greeting. Yeah. Uh, that was the game is over. I we, mean, it
2: was the only greeting, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, they didn't talk before the game, so right. what else do you call it? I like mean,
4: if, w- which would make it
2: like like if you went to a wedding. And you didn't see the bride and groom till after they got married. It's still technically a greeting. That isn't it? is
4: technically a greeting, correct? It's a hello it's and not a goodbye. Te- technically, it is. A, it is a greeting.
5: Well, I would say that was an official hug, not a handshake, not a fist bump, definitely not a middle finger.
4: No, we oh. said it was a handshake hug. That's what we said. Yeah, you yeah, guys called your second. shot on that
5: one. Yeah, we did I mean, say you handshake. called it, but. It wasn't quite there. So it was close. they did right.
3: handshake, hug. So the initial. 100% they did. The initial interaction. Did handshake? See that? They did hand, yeah, they He did shake his yeah, hand they and did. They hug him. It yeah, was exactly it was. what
4: we said it was. It was exactly huh. what we said it was. Okay. Lee's yeah. trying to
2: distract from this, and we don't have much time. Yeah. So. All right.
3: What else, right.
5: Lee? After his first touchdown, Russell Wilson, did he point to the sky and thank God? Did he blow kisses to his family? Or did he look at the Seahawks bench and grab his crotch? He'd pointed now, to the sun. Yeah. Well, he did point. Yeah, he pointed to the yeah. sideline, is what it looked like to me.
4: Oh, he did point to the sideline. I mean, I mean that mean, but whatever's in the sky is on that sideline too, right? He did too, point right? to the sky after, though. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hold on a
3: it second. What was the
5: first thing he did? But
3: uh, but, but he pointed. Now, Lee, are we sure he didn't grab his crotch? Because that was my pick. Are we sure?
5: Depends. It depends on the angles you're oh, looking at.
3: Okay. I mean, see, but I feel whatever like I've got he's a gripe pointing here. to
4: at in the sky. Would be what he would be pointing to on the sideline. Because it's always present. Omnipresent. Yeah. Okay, there we go.
3: All right. (laughs) Spoken like a true degenerate gambler trying to find your win. All right. Even though there's no way to be had. Uh,
5: What's the next one, Lee? First touchdown catch of the game. The choices were Cortland Sutton jerry judy dk metcalf and tyler lockett of course jerry judy caught that first touchdown out of those that were present in the yeah well disley technically
3: yes yeah, Disley, disley first did one, yeah get the first, so, no, so nobody won that nobody one. won that one uh did it did it rain at any point lee during the game no was no perfect weather huh you sure about that
5: yeah mm. yeah
3: then okay. i call it rain huh brady was in rain.
5: fact the only one who called no rain but
3: That's why Brady's so confident right now in the in these picks because he he knows where this is headed. I just
2: uh, I watched the game and I was I was thinking through some of our picks and thinking, man. Jonas didn't get many of these right, <laughs>
5: <laughs> and and to cap that off, Brady and Levar, you both got it right that Gino would throw a touchdown before an interception or get his jaw broken. In fact, he threw a touchdown before and even he threw an incompletion. Can we be specific
3: that? about the jaw breaking? It's because he had his jaw broken by a teammate yeah, he while loved it with to do the Jets. It. You love to do it, and so I feel like again, what you was know, that like story that was, about again? An airline ticket or something? Yeah, because he didn't pay reimbursement for an airline ticket. Um, oh. All right, so Lee, who won? Seems like a that would be Brady. Yeah, Brady yeah, Quinn, yeah, big winner it like Brady Quinn. It's like a large Quinn.
2: overreaction, though, to not paying for an airline ticket. Yeah. yeah.
3: Well, it's ICANN and Paulie, man. Don't mess with him. Okay. Well, you love saying his name. on your head, right? <laughs> no, Jeez. <laughs> it's shaved, dude.
5: I'm out of here. Go Hawks. Go Hawks.
1: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.